Hey everybody. Okay, so let's talk about lead conference, shall we? Um, what is lead conference? Lead conference was a conference organized by Bowen University and it's about emerging young leaders that was the theme emerge so basically from going there the theme reflected the fact that young people need to break out of their shells and become the leaders of the next generation that's basically the theme of lead conference 2023 and if you missed lead conference good luck because i'm about to give you the summary of everything that happened in Leeds Conference in under five minutes. I'm trying this new format of episode. Right now, I'm walking towards chapel right now. Um, I'm recording this on a Sunday morning and I felt like I should just give this a try because the conference ended yesterday. And I'm like, what better time to record it than when it's still fresh before service? Okay, so the two things caught me, first of all, the conference time started off with a bang, and I don't know the names of these people. They were all amazing speakers, but there was something that happened. Um, Dr. Abel, who started the conference, said that whenever you come to a conference like this, you need to have a blank slate. In other words, okay, let me move this one. In other words, you might know stuff, but when you come over to the conference, you don't leverage your knowledge. You don't say that, oh, I know all this, I know all this, so therefore I'm not going to learn from anybody. That's not how you approach a conference. What you do is that whatever you know, you keep it and you learn from those things that you don't know and you grow and you grow and you grow. So he talked about identity and that we should learn not to make photocopies of other people because what happens is that when you see someone who's successful in life, the tendency is that you want to be like them. I was jokingly answering somebody sitting beside me during the conference but the question that people ask is, what do you want to be when you grow up? Very soon we'll get to the generation that will say that, oh, I want to be a individual. Basically, we want to photocopy the examples of success we see. I shipped along to the conference. There was a speaker, I think her name was Timmy. She's a um, global Timmy, that's what she calls herself. You might know her. And um, she's an activist for environmental um, care in Nigeria and advocate around the world. So these two ladies, when it was time for question and answer session, one of them really demonstrated some level of faith and I'm like, wow. She literally stood up and complimented Timmy's dressing. And after that, she quoted Timmy's past work, her past speeches, asked her to explain something from it. And then she went on to ask, humbly ask for Timmy to mentor her. I mean, she did her research. She, has, she said she has been following Timmy since 2020 during the pandemic and everything. And it struck me. I'm like, wow, this girl knows how to approach a king. Because legitimately, she started with the best, the best compliment ever. Like, you know how to match colors. That's what she said. Your hair matches with your clothes. I mean, it's not the same color, but the, I mean, it was a kind of a, a bronze, almost um, almost creamy colored hair with a, an all green suit. 
um, green pants, green um, suit jacket and with a white inner shirt. And that compliment just opened up the door. And as she kept going, you realize that this girl knows what she's talking about. She actually knows the person she's talking to. And that was amazing. And guess what Timmy's response was? She was like, okay, I don't usually take on requests from people because there are so many requests coming in and everything. But because you asked, I'll give it to you. Reach out to me. That is so amazing. That is so amazing to me that someone so far away would just acknowledge. And if you're that person who asks that question, kudos to you. I admire your faith. And then what I did not expect was that the next question to come would even demonstrate even more faith than the first person that brought up a question. This next person asked a question about one of her United Nations speeches. She was like, yeah, I read your speech and I have this question about it. And I know that, I know you are busy now. Basically, this is the bottom of what she said. And you might not have time for mentorship from me right now. But I know that one day I will, I will be mentored by you. In fact, I know this for sure. It's not a hope. I am very sure about this, but it might not be now. So how can I volunteer in any of your projects? Is there a way I can get into volunteering right now with you guys and what you do? Bro, when she was saying these things, I was literally tapping my head because my head was spinning. I'm like, I have not seen such great faith in Bowen. Basically, this chick was saying that, look, Timmy, I know that you are busy now, but I know that in the future, our paths will collide in such a way that you will teach me a lot more than I can know by myself. Basically, she's telling Timmy that it is inevitable for our paths to collide in the future. And when you hear something like that, on, like this girl is asking in front of a whole crowd and she's saying this thing with such confidence. I'm like, I'm like Jesus talking to the Sarah Phoenician woman like, um, I have never seen such faith in Israel. I have never seen such faith in Bowen. And those two things really struck me. I take that, those two questions with me to the bank and I keep them as part of my, my most prized possessions from this conference. You see, many people, they talked about the most important thing. The question I had, I had was that how do you build a team when you don't have the finances to back it up? For those who, of you might know, I'm trying to build a team at the Average African Kid podcast. And it's not necessarily easy to build a team when you don't have all the finances. Even when you have all the finances, how do you decide who you want to be on your team and everything about and I asked the question, so how do you build a team without finances? I know you talked about social capital and there's human capital and there's a lot of capitals, but then how do you leverage those? And her response, this was another, another speaker, blessing. Her response was that what you need to do is add value to others. Find out what they are passionate about. Find out how their passions align with your passions and find out a way to make them win. Basically, she's talking about invest in people and put them in such a position that they are successful from working with you. And I've heard this thing before, but somehow, I don't know, when you hear things, you forget them. But when it's said to you so directly, it's like it just pops out. The words that stood out through the whole conference was add value, add value to others, add value to others. It's not always about you, add value to others. So no matter what you seek to do, Make sure that your primary goal is not for you, but to add value to someone else's life. And that to me is amazing. That to me is, is life-changing. So I feel like that's one of the biggest takeaways from the conference. And so what next? The next thing 
I realized and the next thing that I learned from the conference was another man who spoke. And what he taught us was that in this generation, we don't want to learn from the past. We don't want to learn from history. What he said was simple. Go back into history. Go back and look at what the past generation did. Morning, hold on. <laughs> Go back and look at what the past generation has done and learn from them. Learn from their mistakes. Learn from their ups. Learn from their downs. He recounted instances where in the past they had held the military government to ransom with their protests and all things around it. But they did it in a respectful manner. And they even produced some more results that we did see at NSAS. So what he was trying to say was that, look, we have some good things we have done. Yes, we've done bad things too in our generation, but that should not stop you guys from learning from us. That way you guys can grow faster. And that has encouraged me. I'm going to find some material from Nigerian history and learn a bit more about Nigerian history because the Lord knows I know very little about Nigerian history. I know a lot about world history. I know a little about world history, but I can learn more. So that's something that you should take into cognizance. Um, I guess I'll go, I'll jump all the way over to the last speaker. He was a commissioner for sports. He's 31 years old for context. A 31-year-old politician as a commissioner in Nigeria is rare. And what he said is that he knew he would be great, but he, it was just a matter of time. It was inevitable that he becomes great. And what he, he said was that he invested his own money in his projects. He realized that nobody would ever fund him and if he decided to wait, okay, the prayers have started. So you can hear that, right? That's something I like. I love about this campus. People are always praying. So I'm going to wrap it up here. Okay, I'm getting close to church. So he said that if people do not invest in themselves and if they don't believe in themselves enough to use their own finances to start a business and push and you're waiting for someone else to fund you, then you are joking because no one else is going to love you and fund you the way you can love yourself. So take the initiative and start. And because of that, he said we should build capital. He said RSVP, relationship, service, volunteering, and partnership. So relationships, build relationships that last, build strong bonds with other people, service, serve someone else, do something for someone else other than yourself. RSV, volunteer, volunteering projects. And at the end, there were many volunteering opportunities for us and P partnership. The biggest takeaway from his message was simple. It is not a matter of being young. Don't lie to yourself that, oh, I'm young. I'm a young um, speaker. I'm a young content creator. You're not a young content creator. You are a content creator. You're not a young commissioner. You are the commissioner of sports. I mean, and when you start disenfranchising yourself by saying young, you're giving yourself excuses not to be the best and not to be great. So bottom line is this. Drop those excuses. You're not young anymore. At 15, people have already started working in America and all over the world. Get some life experiences. Get some work experiences. Start taking those photo photographs now. Start getting paid for your work now and have a receipt for all your work. Let it be that they can see your blog posts that you started in 2003 or 2019. And let it be that that way you can be able to share and say that, oh, I have been doing this all my life since 2003 or 2019. Let there be a receipt for your work. Let there be a portfolio where you show your work. He said that CVs are no longer the thing they need now. They need results. So if you're a photographer, have a gallery of your photos. If you are a content creator, have a gallery of your work. If you are a writer, have a blog post where you post your stuff consistently over time. 
So that's a summary of a lead conference. I might have to chip in another summary. Maybe I'll get in like one or two of my friends who um, learned a lot from the conference and we might have a sit down discussion. But I felt I should drop this guys, this with you guys before then. Okay, stay blessed, stay safe, stay amazing. Have a wonderful day. I think I'm going to walk in. I only hear a bit of the prayers as before I, I end this session.